It's great to have you on the Family Goals Podcast with Davey Pollock and Pastor Jay. I'm Joel and House, and on this podcast, we want to encourage you to grow closer to God, to strengthen your marriage, and to inspire your family to reach its highest potential. On this episode, we have an incredible conversation with Derek Blackshear on the 10 forms of wealth. So we've been looking for a scoreboard, and Derek has used this 10 forms of wealth as a scoreboard on life, as well as a form of accountability. Check out this conversation. Derek, great to have you on the show. Great to meet you. Uh, I'm Pastor Jay. This is Davey Pollock. Tell, tell us a little bit about, about yourself and who, who you are. Yeah, so I, uh, man, I'm husband and, and father of three kiddos. Uh, and as I was kind of saying, I haven't, haven't really um, known about you guys for long. And I don't know, Dave, you may know a guy named Todd Durkin. Is that name familiar to you at all? Yes, sir. So uh, I followed him for a long time. Um, you know, I, I played minor league baseball for nine years. Uh, followed him through, through training and different things. A huge Drew Brees fan. And about a year and a half ago, joined, he has a, a mastermind group and it's for fitness business owners all over the country. And it's where I was introduced to this, this 10 forms of wealth will. And, and man, it's just, it's really, I've fully embraced it. And uh, now I'm excited to, to kind of share. And honestly, so, so what I was getting at is learned about John Gordon through, uh, through him. And then I listened to the, the podcast that Davey, you were on with John Gordon. I don't know when it was actually filmed, but I listened to it about a month ago. That's where I heard about the Family Goals podcast. I've been listening to those. I've probably listened to 10 episodes of you guys. And again, just fully in line with what you guys are doing. That's why I reached out to Justin and just said, man, you, one of you, y'all said something about, uh, it was Pastor Jay, you said something about, we need a scorecard or something. Scoreboard, and yep. man, I was like, this is, I need to, I need to share this with these guys. And so... That's well, kind of yeah. That's kind of what led me here. Well, we're in D. Let's let's hear it. Let's let's hear the ten forms of wealth and how you kind of do the the scoreboard. We got it in front of us right here, so it's kind of cool. And we've seen all the boxes and stuff. But tell us about it. Yeah. So again, I don't. I'm, I, I full disclosure. This is I didn't create this. I got I learned this from Todd Durk, so I'm not trying to take credit of it. I just fully embraced it. And what you know, I I as I said, I, I played ball and was I was finished my career in Puerto Rico and specifically remember praying like, God, you know, use me somehow outside of baseball. I loved competing, loved doing that, but didn't know what, what was going to be next. And, and then, you know, now I'm in, in the business and what I, what the scripture I was hoping to accomplish of outside is, is John 10, 10 of, you know, the, the thief is coming to kill, steal and destroy. And then the second half of that is, but you know, behold, I have overcome and, and to give life to the full. And so the, the, what I mean by that is, you know, I've, talk, I've heard you guys talk about like picking a word or a theme. And for me, my theme of the year this year was fortified. And that's where this 10 forms of wealth comes is, is I want to be fortified and complete. And, you know, for my own career, I was so singular focused on baseball and pursuing that, that these other areas in my life, like on this 10 forms of wealth, were completely being neglected. And when I was introduced to this, it was like, whoa, man, this is looking at life as a whole and complete. And so where the fortified comes in was I want to I want to be built up to where I know Satan's coming. He's going to attack in a lot of these areas. And, and I want to be fortified and complete in these areas. Uh, and then and then also, as you know, the second half of that ver- that verse that scripture talks about having life to the full. Well, part of this is creating a plan to, to accomplish that. And so. That's what this is. You know, I, I, the way it was taught to me was, you know, these, these 10 areas were just the areas that Todd created. Uh, they could be interchangeable, maybe that, that would work. But the way this works is 
Uh, we do this on a monthly basis, all right? And there's the assessment key at the bottom, but you simply put a dot, you know, from zero to 10. Where are you currently? Uh, you know, where is your spiritual health? Where are you physically? Where, where is your mindset? You know, where is your relationship with your family? So anyway, you go through these 10, put the dot, and then you, you connect the lines and essentially create a spider web. Uh, and so we submit this monthly. And so I do this with my current clients. Uh, I have a coach that I do this with. Uh, and, and so what it's done is it kind of allows you to, to be able to identify areas that you may be struggling in or, or not as strong. Um, and so it's a whole process. Honestly, it, it's more of a, like a systematic process of, of goal, goal setting, planning, and, and accountability. And, and so we do this each month and, and we create action steps of, you know, let's say, you know, with my family, I've been busy and haven't spent much time. Well, we're going to create some action steps to move the needle and, you know, get close to that 10 as we can. So that's kind of the, the overall uh, view. Does that, does that kind of make sense? Yeah. Nice total sense. Makes total sense. So, so do you do this with say men's discipleship group? Like you have like guys that y'all are holding each other accountable and you know that, Oh, I'm going to have to fill this out for so-and-so. I'm going to have to, you know, hold myself accountable to this person or he's going to hold me accountable. Is that how it works? Is it? Absolutely. Yeah. And so we actually, so uh, I own an F45 franchise. This is one of the things I'm doing now. And what we do it with our team internally, uh, we have a group me chat and each month we, we do fill this out, take a picture and, and we're holding each other accountable. You know, when we see each other in the studio or whatever. And uh, again, it's just a, it allows to have deeper conversation. That's been my experience so far. And, you know, rather than, Hey man, what's up? It's, Hey, how are you doing? I know you've been working on this. Uh, how are you doing in this area? And so that's what's been really cool is, is it gives some specifics on things to talk about and, and just check in on people. How, how are you really doing, you know, at a deeper level? Have you found any, like, do you have any stories or personal stories with you or with anybody else? And you don't have to use names, obviously, if you don't want to, but like of tangible ways or that, that it's been very productive that you can, you can tell about? Absolutely. So one of my clients now uh, that I work with independently uh, he's been a very successful man in oil and gas, and he was so focused on defining, you know, how a lot of people define success from a monetary standpoint, and he's made a ton of money. But when we started going through this, he realized, okay, I, you know, my family's been neglected. My physical health has been neglected. And so, again, he's had all the monetary success you could ever dream of, but it just, it, it gave him uh, kind of a, a more full life picture of, you know, there are other areas that I need to focus on and improve rather than just making money. Cause he's really good at that, but that's where I've been able to come in and, and help him like, look at, you know, look at life from a different perspective. Okay. Mindset's one. How do you measure mindset? So great question. So for me, what that is, 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 is the, the negativity on, you know, we're, we're constantly influenced, whether it's social media, I'm not a big social media guy. Uh, I, I use it with, high, with, with a lot of high school kids right now. And that's one of the number one things that they talk about is wanting to improve their mindset because of, you know, they're constantly being bombarded with influences and comparison. And, and so we asked them, I asked them specifically, how, you know, Hey, how are you, how is your mindset in regards to, you know, defending these, you know, the temptations, the desires to, for comparison. Uh, and so that's, you know, when we go through mindset, we, we talk about, okay, what are you, what are you feeding yourself? You know, what are you, what, what's going in, what's coming out? Uh, so that's a big part of the mindset of is just, you know, what's coming in or is, is what is what you're bringing in? Is it, is it boosting you up or is it tearing you down? And so that, that's more of the mindset side. Mm. What, what about adventure? 
adventure. I'm laughing because uh, my wife, so I do this with my wife, and on Sunday had a pretty nasty spill on my mountain bike. Uh, and I told her, I ended up spraining my AC joint in my shoulder. Uh, and I told her, I said, well, babe, I, I'm just trying to confirm I, I, I can't fly. Uh, what I was sitting with her on. <laughs> And she, she didn't really think it was funny, but it, for adventure, uh, you know, for me, like we've got a really cool trail system, uh, that you can go ride. And so that, that's for me, like I try and get out there at least once a week. Um, and so, you know, I, I'm a very adventurous person. I go on backpacking trips. I, I do a lot of different things. And so for me, adventure is a big deal. Um, and so that, that's going to be different for everyone. You know, my wife, she doesn't have the adventurous spirit that I do. Her adventure looks way, way different, uh, for me, but you know, on top of this 10 forms, well, just this will, we do what we call a three and 30. All right. And so we take these same 10 categories and we, you know, we'll say a three and 30 or a one and 30. And what that is, is, all right, what are, what are goals in, let's say spiritual. All right. I'm going to, what do I want to accomplish? One to three things I want to do specifically in the next 30 days to move the needle in the area of spiritual, you know? And so we, we, we do the 10 forms of wealth. We do the three and 30. And then another thing we do is we call it WLWB and it stands for when life works best. And so again, all of these are conjunction with each other. And what it does is the, when life works best, you identify, right? So spiritually, I ask this question, I say, all right, so when life works best for me spiritually, I'm doing what? And so we write that down. And so what, what I've encountered with a lot of people, Davey, when you're asking about like personal stuff is oftentimes we just need to reflect and remember like what works best for us because we, we get sidetracked or get distracted. And so like for me, when life works best for me spiritually, um, like I, my wife and I lead the local young life. I don't know if y'all are familiar with young life. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, we lead the local young life. And what I've learned is when life works best for me spiritually, I am studying the word in preparation to speak. And I've just learned that if I'm prepping to speak on something, like I am way more in tune. Well, summertime's here. We're not meeting as frequently. And, and I was just telling my wife, like I've kind of drifted away a little bit as far as, you know, how deep I am in the word right now. Uh, but again, just we do do all these these. I guess they're more tools, you know, more than anything. And it's just helped us kind of identify what to focus on and areas to how we can improve. You mentioned you do this with your wife. How does that go over holding your wife accountable to certain things? <laughs> I don't know how <laughs> that go over with uh, with uh, the first lady, Davy. Mm-hmm. Me holding her accountable certain things it depends how you say it right <laughs> like, i think it always depends how we address that how, do, how does it go with your wife so great question we we see things much differently um we are the honestly very similar it sounds like to david you and your wife Lindsay as well right i believe yes sir yeah so we like i am go 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 and um it was funny we're uh have you guys ever heard of the book bringing up boys by uh sure. dobson yes yeah so we're currently uh, reading that. Her and I are reading it together, and it talked about the other day of you know the husbands are the throttle and the wives are sometimes the break. We could not be more like that. I mean, I we are so opposite, and I am go 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 go, and she is much more reserved. So uh, holding her account, she is she does this. She'll she'll do. We have an annual roadmap we do, and and so. She'll do it, but the accountability looks much different than how it would with me and you know some of my friends or whatever. So um, she man. she enjoys the accountability, yeah. but it's just how we go about it looks much different. Yeah, I, I, I mean, my wife's my wife's the same way. Like I'll always be like, "Oh, let's do this. Let's let's do New Year's goals. Let's do one word." And she's like, "Nah, not really a big fan of that." I mean, she's just 
<laughs> she's like, I don't want to make something that I'm going to, you know, that I'm just not looking to make something for a quick fix. Like I want to make changes. Like I'm going to make changes, but I'm not going to do that. So everybody's different. I think it's, it's always interesting. Adventure would be an interesting one for me. Uh, the stupidest thing I've ever done in my life is with my wife on an adventure. And we went in a hot air balloon. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard of in my life. I don't see the, why am I going in a picnic basket 7,000 feet in the air with gas and fire? Like, I, I would, like, what part of that is an adventure or fun? Like, I don't, I don't, I didn't have any joy in that. Do, do y'all have joy? Are you scared the whole time? What's, what's the point? I, I mean, I just, just, and then we go and land. This was in Arizona for one of the national championship games. And we go and land, and we actually landed close to some coyotes, which was even more fun. I was like, even more reason why. But that's, like, that would be my wife's idea. Jumping out of an airplane would be adventure for my wife, too. And that's not an adventure for me. No dice. Roller coasters? <laughs> no, thank you. Like, I'm very unadventurous. So that's, yes, I, 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 would, did, I didn't know that about see, you. See, I, I would fail that, that box. Yeah. I would fail that box. So you don't like roller coasters? I hate roller coasters. What? Not a fan. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. All right. So, Derek, you said something about the 30 for 30. Uh, the, the three, three and 30. Three 30. Yeah, uh, dive into that a, a little bit more. Yeah, so again, it's these same 10 areas. Um, and again, we call it the 3 and 30 or the 1 and 30. And again, used in conjunction with this, let's say, you know, let me, let me back up a little. What, what's cool about this is as we kind of have a track record of a few months, let's say January, spiritually, I was at an 8. And then come July, I'm at a 6. Well, we have a record of this. And so by using all these things, the when life works best is the 3 and 30, what it's allowed us to do is, you know, hey, back in January, you were an eight. Now you're a six. What's changed? What's different? You know, and, and so we go back and reflect. This is what you were doing. You're not doing anymore. How about we get back on that track? And so oh, with like the three that. and 30 is, you know, you identify areas your weekend are struggling in. And then, you do, you know, you create an action step. Hey, like, for for instance, um, for, for love, like that's more, you know, that's our date night. Lindsay and I, for the, for the three and 30, we're going to put, all right, I'm going to try and go on, you know, four dates in the next 30 days type of thing. You know, it's very specific, actionable things. Uh, and what I've learned is again, for myself is when I write it down, I can see it. Um, it's a, I'm, I'm a lot better, have, give myself a lot better chance of actually doing those things rather than just an idea in the head. Uh, that's what I've learned. And so we'll sit down and, uh, you know, whether it's a budgeting thing for financial or, uh, professionally, if I want to, if I'm going to try and take a certification or read a book, what a, it's creating specific action steps that you want to a, accomplish in the next 30 days. See, I like the, I, I like the keeping them by month too, mm -hmm. because why was I successful? Why was I not successful? That's an important, like, I'm really, really bad at that. Like I'm kind of a, I'm not much of a planner and I don't look back a lot of times on stuff like that, but there's a lot of, there's a reason why you were a 10 out of 10. Why was the, what was the reason, you know, mm -hmm. with your faith? What was, you know, I like that Derek speaking. I mean, for me too, when I'm planning to speak and that's probably being a pastor, it's probably awesome because you're always planning to speak. You're always working for a goal towards sharing, which is always growing your faith, which is cool. But I do like that being able to look back. And, and so I would say then if you're doing this, you want to be detailed with why you're a 10, why you're an eight that month and kind of keep your sheet maybe. And so when you look back, you say, okay, this is why I was a, an eight. Yeah, absolutely. So Derek, on so as you evaluate the 10, the ones that you're struggling with, are those the ones that are the 30 for 30? Are those are the ones like, hey, that, that's, where, that's where I'm falling short. So I three in 30. Don't listen to Woj. It's three in 30. <laughs> three this is not 30. ESPN 30 for 30, okay? <laughs> this is three in 30. 
Yeah, and so so I mean, yes, I, I think I think it's kind of twofold. Yes, you, I personally try and put a little bit more effort on areas that I identified as, as maybe struggling in, but also, hey, what are we doing well? Let's keep doing it, you know. And so one thing, uh, like I, I've got a, I lead men's backpacking trips usually once a year, and we're actually going uh, next month to, to Utah. I've got twelve guys going, and so. You know, when I get back from that adventure, I'm probably not, I mean, that's like a very adventurous thing. So like the month of September, probably not going to focus a, a ton on adventure stuff. I've kind of filled that bucket up. And and so that's kind of the idea is, is and, and there'll be some areas, again, it, it may be one thing in the next 30 days. It may be zero things or it may be five things. Um, and, and that's kind of how we've used it in the past. So you mentioned earlier that you were you were involved in coaching, like personal coaching. Have have you seen that to help people, like that they have a personal coach that's holding them accountable to these things? Absolutely, they don't like it um, because a lot of these guys are, um, you know, really successful people um, and oftentimes stubborn. But that's what that's why that's why I've brought value to them is that they're not they don't always have people in their corner. Uh, calling them out on the personal level. Like I'm not, I'm not trying to talk to these guys about how to make money. I'm not talking about, about business. Like, you know, maybe some people call that like an executive coach. These guys have got that figured out, but they don't have people holding them accountable. Hey, did you get in time with your, you know, your son this week? Did you, you know, did you schedule a lunch date with your wife this week? And I'm asking these questions and, and they don't always like it, but you know, that's, that's, again, that's where I brought value of, of holding them accountable. And that's really what this whole thing is about is, is simply just accountability. It's just a, uh, I guess maybe a little bit more systematic process of accountability. Well, accountability is awesome, needed. Everybody knows that. But, again, it's hard to be accountable. But when you have a scoreboard, mm-hmm. when you have something that's quantitative, something you can measure, now I can be accountable. Like, you said this, or this is our goal, was to get, you know, check this box. Like, I, I like that. That's that's kind of the premise behind, you know, family goals and how we want to, you know, write the book that we're going to write about you know, creating a scoreboard, you know, something, you know, similar, obviously, but different to this is just, but, but you, but if we don't talk about it with our spouses, if we don't talk about it with our friends, how, how do we measure how, what success looks like? I mean, it's easy. A lot of times it's easy with physical goals, like, or I'm going to work out and it's easy to check that box, but I think it's a lot harder when you're doing more serious things and, you know, and he's got financial, he's got adventure, he's got love, impact, legacy. What's, what's impact and legacy? How do you, what do you do with that? So that's like, so for one of my clients, he's really involved with the Boys and Girls Club. Okay, so that's kind of his bucket of impact legacy. For me right now, it's been young life. Like I, you know, a little bit about my story, I didn't grow up a believer. All right, I found the Lord uh, in, as a freshman in college, grew up in a great home, loving parents, but you know, we didn't, I mean, we go to church on, on Christmas and somebody called it, um, uh, a creaster. You ever heard of that? Yeah. That's Pastor oh, yeah. Jay does that. <laughs> okay. CEOs yeah. Maybe I heard that on priesters. your guys' podcast. Yeah. I, I don't know, but, uh, I heard that just the other day, but that's kind of what we were, you know, like rarely going to church. Um, and so, um, I, I love young life because I, I was those kids. Like if I had young life as a kid, I probably would have found the Lord sooner. Uh, it's just a, it's a very non-intimidating environment that's been cool for us to be a part of. And, uh, and so anyway, like impact legacy is, you know, how are you impacting the kingdom? How are you, are you, that, that's what I've, that's how I've taken it. You know, what's the legacy I want to bring, leave behind for my kids, uh, in leading them to Christ. And so that, that's what impact legacy means to me. All right. So then Derek, what are some other, you said that, that, you know, 
these 10 forms, they can be interchanged. What are some other things that people have included on there that you're like, oh man, that's a great one? Great question. Um, so honestly, I've, I've used this with high school kids that I'm working with right now. And it's been one of the cool, coolest things. I have this same exact sheet, but I have 10 blanks. All right. So I'll, I'll show them this 10 forms of wealth as just purely an educational tool. And I'll ask them, I'll say, hey, what are some areas that you want to focus on? Because, you know, as a high school kid, they're not, you know, most of them are not worried about like professional, financial, things like that. That's not really their big thing. But almost all the time, family is on there. Um, their, their physical, academics, um, their friendships. Those have been like some of the main four. And I'll, I'll say, hey, pick three areas, pick five areas. Uh, a lot of times it's been about seven is kind of the number that these high school kids have come up with. And it's various things, but um, that's kind of, I mean, you know, that's how I would say interchangeable. That's, that's been the process I've used is just ask them, Hey, what are the areas that you feel like you would want to kind of score yourself on and, and grade yourself on? And it's been really cool with the high school kids um, because they're, they're not going through stuff like this, or at least the, the kids I'm interacting with, they're not being held accountable to this. And we go through all of it. I, I, I make them do the work and uh, it's been really cool. It's, it's been awesome of uh, watching them actually set goals. And uh, like one of the kids, uh, in regards to uh, what was it was uh, impact legacy, he, he put uh, instead of that he put serving, right? And so he joined. We have at the church called it's called the crew, and it's just a setup crew. They set up and tear down. And so he said, man, I, he said I've been thinking about this uh, of a way to serve and maybe doing this. And, and so it kind of just pushed him over the edge to go ahead and join the crew and start serving. And uh, again, it's just holding accountable. I, I keep coming back to that accountability word because that's really what it is. Yeah, very living living on purpose, living intentionally, and I would think with the we're talking about keeping a scorecard, a scorecard or scoreboard uh, with our kids. I mean, ten might be too many, Davey. Way know, too much for kids. Maybe, maybe like three. For sure. Three. Well, that's what he said. I, I like. Yeah. yeah. I mean, kids. Kids can't. I mean, what's they're not thinking about. I mean, a lot of the kids can't think about some of these things yet. I mean, we can try to teach them and help them, but they're not going to get it yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. And that's exactly why, like I said, I, I give them that blank one. I explain this to them so they have a reference of what it, you know, what it, the idea of it. But then, you know, I've got my phone full of pics of, uh, I say, hey, you know, send me a pic of your, your, you know, your scorecard uh, and they'll do it. And it's really cool. Again, it just, what it, what the, the thing I love about it the absolute most is it gives me an opportunity for talking points. Mm-hmm. It's not my mm-hmm. opinion. I'm not judging them of why they're here or it just, okay, this is your answer. Well, let's figure out why. Why are, why are you a, a, a six in this area when we're striving to be a 10? And so it just opens the door for conversation. And then we just, you know, the conversation flows. So that, that's been my absolute favorite part of this whole thing. Well, it gets you in their life. Mm-hmm. And that's the, that's the point with, with all of us. I mean, we have to, you have to get in people's lives. You have to get in their trust. You have to get them to open up. You have to get them to feel vulnerable enough to be honest enough. And I think when you start doing this stuff too, and I, I imagine too you share – you know, yours with them and what's important to you. And I think that would be something that would be really critical too, because you're dealing with these kids. Like a lot of times they don't want to talk to just about anybody anymore. And, you know, social skills nowadays are different too, because you can text, you can hide behind a phone now. I mean, you don't have to, you don't have to really develop social skills in this world very much anymore. So being able to do this and being able to sit down or have them sit down and think about it. um, I don't think there's anything negative that's ever going to come about that. So, well, one of the things, Davey, on the on the social circle, it's been really cool. So I created this form 
uh, I called it, it's two different, it's basically a pentagon with your name in the middle, and it's got five lines that go out, all right? And so basically, like, you know, the old adage of, like, you're, you're the average of the five people you're surrounded with. Yep. And so I give them this sheet, and I, I, it's twofold, right? So it's at the top, the first one is titled, Who, Who Are You Pouring Into?, all right. And it, again, your name, you identify the five people and then who is pouring into you is at the bottom one. And so your name and then, you know, five names of that. And I can send you guys that sheet as well. Um, but it's been really cool. So what we do with that is, OK, you know, I'll, they'll, they'll, they'll identify and I say, OK, well, what, what are you going to do? You're going to try. And I'm talking about more with the kids because that exact thing, Davey, I've experienced, too. Like they don't know how to talk to people. It's crazy. And so I challenge them. Hey. You know, are you going to go to lunch with, you know, Johnny or whatever? You know, when are you going to do that? Or are you going to improve in this area? So, again, it's just hold them accountable to, to what they say they're going to do. I love that because we, we talk about that a lot on the podcast. You're the sum of your, of your five closest friends for the people you spend the most time with. But we've never gone a step further. And, hey, write down. Yeah. And that, that, I love that. It's so practical. But just if everybody would just write down who are who are your five closest or who do you spend the most time with? That's that's a great What's thing. Cool, Pastor Jay, what I've done personally is I've identified, I have the same sheet for myself. And what I've done is I've identified names in specific areas. Again, just for myself, like, so business-wise, okay? I know who I'm going to, when I have a business struggle, I know who I'm going to for business questions, all right? When I have a spiritual question, right? Or, you know, when I'm struggling with something, I'm going to, I know who I'm going to. Um, with a marriage question, I know who I'm going to. And so that's what I've, I've taken kind of a step further and identifying, you know, if Lindsay and I are, are, you know, struggling, this is who I'm going to talk to about things that we're struggling with in our marriage. So that's kind of the way I've personally done it is, is just a step further of, you know, the different areas, but it's really cool, man, because it, it just, again, I'm a visual learner. And so when I see this, it's like, okay, I need to go, I need to make sure I'm calling this guy or I need to make sure I'm doing this. And it's been, it's been really helpful for me. I love that, that you have a different mentor for the different areas of your life because there are no, like, there's not one person that's great at everything. And so you find you know, who's, who's good at working out or who's, who's good at health or spiritual. Financial. Finan- yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that's awesome. That is, this is some great stuff. Pretty cool. Yeah. I, love, I love the tools. Very, I think one, one question that's really important, though, um, to decide whose who's Lindsay is better, mine is yours, but how do you spell, how does your wife spell her name? A-Y. Yeah, she's she's not as cool as mine, but that's okay. No way, dude. A Y's the right it's way, okay, bro. Man. You know what? You know that's she good. wouldn't she would not be a ten in name spelling out of ten, but that's okay. You know, it's <laughs> not everybody can be perfect, Derek. All right, so Derek, uh, speak on Matthew twenty five twenty three. Um, I, I loved I loved it in our emails. You were say, hey, I'll explain that. Obviously, we all love John ten ten, but talk about the impact of Matthew twenty five twenty three. Yeah. So really, you know, I, I just, I want my, my goal. And I, I pray for it all the time. Like I, you know, when I was done playing ball, I, as I shared, I, I loved being out there competing, man. I just, I loved, I was a right-handed pitcher and I loved, loved, loved competing. Uh, I found so much joy in that and I worked hard at my craft. And so I, you know, outside of, of, baseball, I, I remember praying again, I was in Puerto Rico when I decided to, to hang them up, praying like, God, you know, use me somehow. I just, I want to compete. I want to do something. And, um, and business brought that. And now the other ventures I'm doing brought that, but I, I, I want 
you know, my goal is I want to be used as a warrior for, for Christ. And I want to, for, for him to say, you know, good job, faithful servant. Like that is, that is what I'm after. And, and so I, you know, I use these tools because I, I, I believe in them. And I think that is back, you know, that's going to get, that's one of the things I think will help to get there is uh, for God to say, good job, faithful servant. And, and that's what I'm after. I think that's what we're all after as followers of Jesus, that we get to the end of our lives and and we've been good stewards of the, the talents and resources that God has entrusted to us. And we all want to hear those words, well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful in a few things. I'll entrust you with many things. Come and share in your master's happiness. I'm looking forward to that oh, day. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I think for me where it kind of came from is, is I struggled with the how. I kept like, okay, I don't, you know, God, how are you going to use me? How are you going to use me? And so some of these tools have, have helped identify that. I mean, again, it's a big process of what I was taught. It's, we start with an annual roadmap and it's kind of a three-part deal. It's, it's a reflection of the previous year, a vision for this year, and then vision for three years and beyond. All right. And then we do, uh, we call it a 90 day wonder. Again, I know I'm throwing out all these different tools and terms, uh, but it's assessment of every 90 days, right? Then we use the 10 forms of wealth that ties into that the three and 30. Uh, we even submit a big five of the week. So like, what are my top five projects I'm going to do this week? Uh, number one being what I want to be held accountable for the most. Um, and then, you know, we just, again, it's a whole system and process. And a lot of people, when I talk to them, they, they, they say, you know, this is a lot of work. Well, it, it, you know, it's some work, but do you want to, do you want to move the needle or not? I mean, you know, it, you guys don't get to where you, you know, you guys haven't gotten to where you are because you sat on your butt. You got to put in the work. You got to put in the time. And so it's the same thing. I feel like with our life, we got one, one shot at this and I want to do the best I can with what I got. You know, no that, that's kind of mm. what I want to do. Well, and I think if you're, what I found out about people is some people, um, some people are really good communicators. Some people are not. So if you aren't a good communicator and you aren't somebody that's going to be able to sit down and, tell your kids stories or be able to pull things out of them and motivate them and, and give them scripture in a way that like it's going to impact them or say things in a way that's going to impact them. I think this is really easy because this gives you a tool that you can say, okay, here's a box. What do you think about this? You know, as opposed to, you know, having to try to pull something out of them or make it easy. I think that would make it easier. Even people who aren't good communicators, I think this would still make it simple. And if you really wanted to spend some time on it and do it, you could still get it done. Mm -hmm. yeah, and, no excuses. Yeah. And, and living, living life by design and not by default. I think so many people just live life by default. They're just kind of going through life and whatever happens, happens. But these 10 forms of wealth, the three and 30, um, you know, the annual goals and all of that. It's like, hey, we're living by design. We have a purpose. There's a plan. Thank you, Lord. And then we're, got, hold, finally got we're that holding right. people accountable God, to it. Like, so. I was going to slap you if you messed it up again. If you went three <laughs> for 30, I'm, 30 for 30, I'm, I was going to slap you. Derek, we appreciate it, man. This was really cool. We appreciate absolutely. your time, my man. Yeah, Derek, thank yeah, you so thank, much thank for you. being on the absolutely. podcast. And uh, I'm sure these tools are going to be, be powerful for a lot of people. Thank you for listening to this week's Family Goals podcast with Davey Pollock and Pastor Jay. Derek has fully embraced these 10 forms of wealth, and it's because he wants to be fortified and complete. He wants all areas of his life to be a 10 so that he can live life to the fullest. Derek used the word accountability over and over, and I really do believe that this is a great accountability tool for small groups. A lot of times it's hard to dive deep into small groups because you can't get into all the nitty gritty in someone's life 
or it's just hard to open up. But I think this tool allows us to visually see how we're really doing and let's just share that with others. It shows where we need to focus more and allows us to call others out and to encourage us to get better. So I'm gonna personally start doing this with my high school guys small group so we can sharpen each other and encourage each other to be better men of God. Do you have someone keeping you accountable? Who are you pouring into and who is pouring into you? I encourage you this week to find someone to keep you accountable on these 10 forms of wealth. Thank you again for listening to the Family Goals podcast and we'll catch you next week.